0: Imagine a life where you can spend according to your values, give generously, love richly, live intentionally, and handle your finances biblically. That's what the Faith and Finance Podcast is all about. I'm your host, Adrian Hildebrand, and on the Faith and Finance Podcast, we discuss personal finance, intentional living, and value-aligned spending by sharing inspiring stories and practical topics to help you steward your finances in a way that honors God and builds your faith and wealth for the present and generations to come. Let's get started. Hey friends, welcome back to the Faith and Finance podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. I am love you guys. You guys are just amazing and I love this show and I'm going to give a little bit of a recap into why I'm doing this episode today. So bear with me if you've heard of it before, but I think it's good to remind ourselves as well. So I want to explain why I'm doing this January recap today. So last year, I wanted to do something I'm calling an intentional spend year. And this is a spin-off, I guess, of Kate Flanders and her book, The Year of Less. And she did a shopping ban, what she called a shopping ban. We often call those no spend challenges or just mindful spending or whatever that looks like. And I wanted to challenge myself to do a full year of this. I did not go as in-depth as Kate did in her book, but it's an awesome book if you want to read it. It's a memoir. So it's really well-written. She's great. But I didn't want to go that deep into things, but I did set some rules for myself. And I went through a whole episode of that, the intentional spend year episode of that. So if you want to, I'll link that in the show notes, but I will review the rules I made for myself really quick. So rule number one was I could not buy any clothes or shoes unless I was replacing a specific well-worn item. In that case, though, I would have to let the other item go. Those are things like my perfect black skirt that I wear all the time. But even so, I'm still trying not to do that. I did just give myself a little caveat there. Number two is I can only go out to eat or take out or get takeout coffee no more than once per week. Number three was that gifts needed to be budgeted for Christmas, birthdays, etc., etc., Number four was that I'm not buying any books. I have to go to the library unless I'm supporting a personal friend or online friend in their business. Number five was we have a sacrificial giving fund for the things we feel led to give to, such as extra on top of missions or something like that. And I mean extra on top of our tithe and vision giving at our church. Number six was no household decorating items. So only laundry, soap, toilet paper, things like that, deodorant, cause I do not wanna smell, but those kind of things. And even so, I can't just go and buy it for no reason. Like I have to be out of it or truly need it. Number seven says, literally it says, basically no discretionary shopping of any kind unless noted otherwise in this list. Number eight was that vacations and travel will be budgeted and saved for, and I can spend whatever I want on a vacation. So I can go to coffee shops or local restaurants because that's what I love about vacations. I am going to a conference, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit. So those kind of things. Number nine was that courses and education. So online courses, obviously my schooling, things like that are going to be budgeted for, but they can be bought in moderation and by what I need. So... I'll go into that more in a second. But number 10 was I wanted to make a running list of everything I wanted to buy and see how much money I didn't spend this year. Now, some of you are probably like, Adrian, you're crazy. There's no way. But I wanted to give myself some guidelines because, and I'm calling this an intentional spend year because it's not that I'm not spending money at all. Obviously, we have to spend money and I enjoy spending money and I wanted to give myself a a reason, a legitimate reason to do that. And so I'm going to give you an update on how I did for January. I'm pleasantly surprised at how well that I did, but I also, you know, I'm 100% real on this podcast and I wanted to be real. So I'm going to tell you about that, but then I'm going to give you, I'm still figuring out kind of the format of these podcasts, but I don't want to just share something with you and then just be like, that's it. I want to give you actionable things that you can do to also be intentional with your spending. And that's something I talk about a lot with my coaching clients as well. So I want to share some actual tactical tips for you as well. Another thing I really wanted to do was to share some actual numbers with you of what we spent. Now, my husband is a little bit more, I guess, private than I am. But to me, numbers are numbers. And so I'm respecting his wishes and obviously not sharing every deep seated detail. But I wanted to show you guys that that i did spend money and that it's okay to spend money and also just kind of how I spent money because I'm always really fascinated by how people spend money. And I've been in a place where we made hardly any money and now we make a little bit more. We still don't make a ton of money, but numbers are just numbers to me. And you can make a lot or a little and still spend every dime or save 50% of your income, right? So these are just my things that I want to share and because I like being transparent and open with you guys. So let's get into it. But first, I want to hear a word from our sponsor. So let's be honest, at the forefront, I was not perfect in this. I did not 100% do what I needed to do. But I'm still very proud of myself. And I'll explain why in a minute. However, I only messed up on the going out to eat part. And there are a couple reasons why. And I am okay with the reasons why it happened because it goes with my values and the things that I value. And it was definitely value aligned spending except one time. So earlier this or in January, one time on a Wednesday after church, I went and got a hot dog meal at Freddy's. So I had already went out to eat earlier that week with Kyle, with my husband, and I spent six dollars on that hot dog meal. So I wanted to be 100% real about that. That was the only time I messed up and it wasn't worth it. And it was because I didn't have groceries in the house. So again, poor planning on my part, but this is just me being real. So the only other time I actually messed up was this week. And it was because we had a friend in town from Minnesota and we had already went out to eat on Sunday after church. My husband and Some of our friends and family, we went out to eat. And so then on Saturday, we got a text message from our friend. And so we ended up meeting up with them and going out to eat with them. So that was completely worth it because it was time and money well spent. So I am definitely okay with that. So another time, and y'all tell me if this is, I guess, I don't know if this is in the rules or not. I had a gift card. So I had to go up to Greenwood, which is just, a town where we live. And I went to one of my favorite coffee shops and I got a coffee, but I had a gift card from Christmas. So in that week I had already, you know, went out to eat. And so I was kind of like, do I count this? Do I not? Y'all tell me, but I wanted to tell you for full disclosure. So two other things that I did was I bought two books. However, I had an Amazon gift card from Christmas and it was in my Uh, rules for where I am able to buy books to support online entrepreneurs or friends or whatever. And that was definitely those. And so I bought Chasing the Bright Side by Jess Ekstrom. And I bought You Are the Girl for the Job by Jess Connolly. And so I don't really consider that either because I did have an Amazon gift card and that was exactly what it was for and still in my rules. But I still wanted to say that. So one other thing that I did, and because I'm talking about Jess Ekstrom, she is a uh, not a personal finance. She is a speaker and a just an awesome person. She wrote this incredible book called Chasing the Bright Side, and she's having a conference in March. And I had kind of connected with her online, and she's great. And she offered me a free ticket to come to her conference. And I was like, oh my goodness, that is so kind. And I, I was like, yes. And so I found out about that. Probably a month or two ago. And so I did buy my plane ticket and book my Airbnb for that. So those are things that I bought, but those are things that are budgeted for. And they also came out of my business account. So that I don't, I'm not feeling bad about at all. But again, full disclosure. Otherwise, I did not buy any clothes, nothing like that. So I'm still really proud of myself. And in fact, I actually gave a bunch of things away this semester the semester oh my gosh guys school brain but I actually gave several things away too and trying to declutter more so I just wanted to be 100% real with that and give you guys numbers and tell you about it with all that said I want to circle back a little bit and make this really actionable for you so when we were first paying off debt and I'm finally going to be giving our full debt-free story in a couple of weeks so be on the lookout for that But when we were becoming debt free, I realized that my habits were out of control. And while we, you know, had a bunch of debt and whatever, it's not that It's about deprivation. It's not about depriving yourself of things. It's about being intentional and being mindful about the money that we do spend because we are so blessed in this country to have what we have and to be able to do what we do. But my money was not, how I was spending my money was not in alignment at all with what I wanted to really do. And so one of the things I implemented, and please forgive me, I cannot remember where I heard it from. I've heard it several times. But one thing I tried to implement was if I wanted to buy something, I implemented the 48- hour rule. And so some people do 24 hours. I like to do 48 hours. But I implemented the 48-hour rule. And what that means is if I wanted to buy something specifically, and even now, really, it's really helped a lot. Actually, definitely now. I give myself 48 hours to think about it. If it's, especially if it's something over, let's say, $30. Because the reality is, is there are a lot of things we don't need. And that I really end up saying, I didn't even really want that. Why did I even consider getting that. And so again, I am okay with spending money. I think I am, you know, I spend money on education and learning and self-improvement. And I spend money on going to dinner with friends or just making coffee at my house. I spend money for my Nespresso machine, those kind of things. But what's important is to just really get in alignment. And I, I realized that I was spending money in a way that was just not in alignment with how I wanted my life to be. And so that's one tactical thing that you can do is try for 48 hours if you wanna buy something and it's kind of a, it's an unnecessary thing or something that you just want, give it 48 hours. And then if you still want it, you know, and you can afford it, buy it. If not, put it in your budget so that you can start saving for it. So that's just something really tactical you can do. So I just wanted to share this with you guys cause I promised I would give updates for you. I hope that you are enjoying this show. And I often talk about these things and just my life in gener- general on. Instagram. So make sure you're following me at faith.in.finance on Instagram and I love connecting with you guys there and chatting with you and also t- telling you about my struggles of with spending or and also my victories and sharing victories with you and learning. And I am doing a lot of, you know, introspection and thinking about how I can serve you and so also in the near future, I'm going to be doing on-air coaching calls. I actually am recording my first one today for that. And I want to show you, you know, actionable things as well through how I coach people one-on-one. And a lot of the questions that this lady would like to ask are questions that are applicable to you guys too. So anyway, if you're enjoying this show, follow me on faith. or on Instagram at faith.in.finance. And Share this with a friend and please let me know what more you want to hear on the show. Truly, I want to hear from you. So you can also visit me at faithandfinance.org. Keep the faith, my friend.